Welcome, welcome, welcome to Living Single with Dan and Danny. As always, I am Danny. And to my right is Dan, man. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. No complaints. Blessing highly favored. This is spring day like saving tons in 2021. We made it. We say pollen free, allergens free. Do you got allergies? I don't. Good, man. Allergy free, man. That's how we live and that's how we rocking. You know, beers are growing. Yeah. Some are, some aren't, but it doesn't matter. Cause we happy. You know? Who's not? I hope nobody. <laughs> I thought it was important. I think we both thought it was important for us to do a, a solo episode because this is our roots. This is how it started. You Ain't know? that crazy? We just got away from it. <laughs> I was like, F it. Guess. If we don't have a guess, we're not doing it. This is weird doing the solo yeah, episode. Yeah, because we haven't done it this solo. I don't even remember. I think the last one we did was what? Season three? I want to uh, say. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Who knows what that was about? Yeah. So it was well overdue. Um... I think we get so wrapped up into our guests and their lives and what they got going on that sometimes we don't get to share our perspective. So, exactly. Um, this is kind of, I think, an update on where we both are in, in life. A lot has changed. And now five seasons of the show. <laughs> and big, big things coming, too. Yeah, yeah. And we have new things that we're working on that I, I want us to talk about as well. So, uh, yeah, man, let's just start with that. Like, what's new? Oh, man. I mean, again, it's at season three so much. Um, you know, I'm in a relationship now. I've now moved to Charlotte. Um, those are like the two biggest life updates for me, uh, which are instrumental. Um, the moving thing, it allows us to be more creative yeah. um, with our plans for this show, uh, with booking guests, um, topics, doing things outside of that, like live shows or Blink, blink, blink. I ain't gonna spill the beans on what else we got going on, but <laughs> talk about it later. Um, it gives us the opportunity, and then being in a relationship just open up another side of me, figuring out, okay, why didn't my previous relationships or me damn before didn't work, or why did it work, and applying it to this situation. You know, while I'm in this situation, why is this going well? Why is this going wrong? So learning more about myself in that aspect, and just how to. Um, share share my life because you know this is living single with dan and danny which is we all know that singular mindset being yourself not being a follower but learning how to keep that integrity while sharing your space and life and experiences with somebody else so that's that's a topic in itself but um those are those are my major life updates how about how about you yeah man i'm in a relationship now i know uh who's in one first me or you you so would you, would you would you say like you're trying to be like me no i just figured i asked the people the people might want to know the people might want to know like damn like who did it first it was me because i'm that nigga but go ahead <laughs> i think the people saw that coming too yeah like as much I, as you talk about your whole face how much you enjoy the whole face how much you love hoes it's like wow. it was natural <laughs> that you were going to come on later with it but listen i lived a great life my whole face was legendary was it? It was, man. If you want to share a legend, for those who don't know, feel free, but you don't have to. They can listen back. Season one, season two. Okay, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, man, I'm in a relationship. It's been, what, four months now? Okay, okay, So, okay. still fairly new. Um, it came about relatively quickly, too, but mm. I knew I was, mentally, I was ready for a relationship. It was just... Who was gonna be the person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was dating multiple people. All of them were great women. Um, all of them were women that I could have been in relationships with. But 
my girl just separated herself from the pack and it was i don't even i don't even know how to describe it but now you know i've talked about my previous relationship and that i would never date a gemini again but <laughs> my girl's a gemini wait your current girl's a gemini yeah gemini i, I did not know that literally her birthday is the day before my ex birthday <sighs> So they're they they are pretty pretty similar as far as Ooh. from a astrological perspective. <laughs> Danny got typed on him. <laughs> he cannot stay away. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. I ain't mad at they're it. They're similar in the sense of they're both Gemini's, but she is like completely different, and it's so refreshing because now I am you know I'll be thirty this year, God willing. Um, I'm in a different mindset. And I can deal with someone who is drastically different than me. Like, you know, Gemini's can be very, mm -hmm. like, uh, spur of the moment, out, yeah. outgoing. Like, she's very outgoing. All over the place. Yeah, and I'm not. But yeah, yeah. we balance each other out perfectly. And it's a healthy relationship. Yeah, like, that's what that, I like that, about that, it. Yeah, like, that's it's the key. A healthy relationship. And I think that's why it progressed so fast. Because I noticed that she was completely different than what I was used to. I mean, that, I think that, and I don't mean to cut you off, but that's anything, whether that's healthy hair, I was joking about the beards, or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean to make that a joke. <laughs> right. Like, but, all right, but uh, plants, for example, if you have healthy soil versus soil that isn't, right. the plant's going to grow quicker. Fact. So that makes all the sense in the world that, like, is is progressing how it's progressed even though you know it has been a shorter time span yeah because just natural I, i'll say with mine it wasn't healthy soil and it wasn't nothing that she did um it wasn't even necessarily nothing i did outside of us both being complicit in the fact that we might have got together uh at a chance where like i may have not been emotionally ready available and she may have had other plans like our foundation we're just on two different pages yeah, as yeah. we were building our foundation yeah so it wasn't as healthy as it sounds like yours was see mine wasn't either though like to start and i wasn't i was dating multiple people probably up until a couple weeks before me and my girlfriend started like being serious yeah and she is the one who was like, yo, like, so what's up? When, when, when you gonna make me my girl? And it was an insecurity in me because I knew how great she was, knew how beautiful she was. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to lose on the opportunity of someone else getting you. So even though I'm not ready yet, I'm going to say I'm ready. And to, see what happens. And see what happens. Same thing. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> I hope I don't get killed for this. <laughs> but I specifically said I wasn't ready a couple of times. See, but, I didn't. I lied. But, but, you, but you, know, you know how women are aggressive and they're yeah. going to press you now. Yeah. So my no won't get enough the first time. So she's going to wait a few weeks, a few months, ask again. And eventually I'm like, well, shoot, I'm still not ready, but yeah. I don't want to lose. And okay, I'm not ready. They, they say with growth and change, you're never ready. Yeah. You, you, if you're ready for it and you waited too late for it. Yeah. So I feel like I felt like all right, I'm not ready, but I get into it, and then as time grows, we learn to more. I, we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little I did I know everything that comes with it, and not even just from her aspect, but again for me, not having too many serious relationships previously, mm -hmm. or not even wanting to, like, because it not only was I not ready, I didn't want to. Yeah, like I was at a place where I just wanted to work on me. Yeah. 
Um, so I, like having to battle all that has been like the uphill challenge, yeah. but I mean, it's working out. I'm yeah. still kicking. So exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Something gotta be working. I think relationships, uh, like with me, I struggled with being one vulnerable and also being a hundred percent truthful. Even when I was dating multiple women, like I didn't, I didn't hide that fact, yeah. but was I completely honest? Did I always give somebody like an explanation for why I stopped talking to them or mm-hmm. anything? No, yeah. of course not. Um, Cause and there you don't need to, they'll figure it out or we'd be done talking to them. Once, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. But that, that flip switch when I got into a relationship and I was like, damn, maybe I should be honest and tell her yeah. like, yo, I really wasn't ready. So I was still flirting when we first started going yeah. like yeah. together because I really wasn't ready. I was yeah. insecure. And- Yo, mine won't there. Neither was <laughs> mine. Yeah. Like, because for, for me, it's like, I've had relationship, my long relationship previously was like five months. Yeah. So to me, because none of those work, nothing has happened different in this relationship to make me think this is going to be serious. Yeah. Like, or even more serious than anything else that I've done. Like, it's going to be serious for a little while, then it may fizzle out. Yeah. So I won't going to drastically change my ways and how I approach things for what mm-hmm. I don't like, I haven't been given a reason to. So that's what separated my girl from the pet. Like she stayed around. She kept now again, looking back on it, she'll probably agree. She probably shouldn't know. <laughs> she literally probably shouldn't know. She probably just cut her ties, but she stayed around. And because of that made me get my act together, all that fun stuff. So, so what would you say is the, the biggest thing that you had to struggle with? And I'll answer it as well making that transition from wanting to just focus on yourself to then now having to give energy and emotion to another person. Bro, I'm still doing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like daily, bro. Like, like today as I'm recording. But no, it, it's difficult because you realize it's a balance between not overthinking, but still giving yourself that opportunity to think things through and not just make right. decisions. Because... You have one life to live. You don't want to look back. For me, my fear is just saying, okay, I'm going to give it all to her. But looking back on my life, I'm like, dang, I ain't doing nothing for myself. I did this for her because, you know, I wanted the relationship to work and she was pushing this or I was pushing. Like, it was, Mm -hmm. what about me? Because although we get in relationships and we have partners, like, at the end of the day, we are still individuals. Facts. So trying to focus on me and my individualism and make sure I get out everything out of this life that I can before I commit to a woman in the essence of marriage, mm-hmm. I got to do certain things, yeah. whether that's play 2K for two hours, whether that's <laughs> go play cards with the homies, whatever. Right. It may seem small to listeners but it's for your or, happiness. or my girl, but it's me. It's yeah. what I want. Yeah. And, it, and I realized like it's not up to anybody else to decide like how important those things are, but it's also up to me to not abuse it and to really look and see how important it is. Yeah. Okay, say I like playing 2K. Cool. That's important. I like to do it five days a week. Is it that important that I can't just do it three days? Okay, yeah. and then the other two do it. So figuring out that is the most difficult part because I don't want to shortchange what I want to do in my interests. And I also don't want to neglect my partner. So yeah. that's why I say it's a daily battle. And I personally feel like we can't, we shouldn't take it to the next level until I have that under control and she has that under control on her end too. Right, right, right. Because again, I'm, I'm somebody who has been able to make his own decisions, live on his own accord for at least the last 10 years. A decade. Boy, that's Man. so crazy. A decade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Since I was 18, 
at Wingate for maybe two years, then went to DC by myself. Like, I haven't had to listen to nobody. Yeah. I haven't had to take anybody in consideration unless I wanted to. Right. When you're in a relationship, it ain't about what you want to do. Yeah. It's about what you need to do for the betterment of the relationship. Yeah. So that's the tough part. So I don't know if that answered your question, but like it's yeah. something I'm doing every day because again, I want to love myself, but still you got this person that has trusted you to love them too. Yeah. So it's just making sure your partner has an understanding, like, I'm gonna give you the love you need. But you got to make sure you self-sufficient and give yourself the love you need, too. Because it's going to be times where I just can't for whatever reason. It's going to be times I don't want to for whatever reason. And you got to be cool with that. Yeah. Just, as long as you know that, like, I'm not abusing it. It's not on some, like, I'm just trying to be toxic or not good for relationships. It's like, no, I got to take care of myself or I got to take care of my family or I got to do it. Or I just want It's life. Yeah. Like, I think there's this fairy tale. I know I'm being long-winded. But I think there's this fairy tale <laughs> about relationships and what people see and how it should be or how it should go is like every individual is different and you have to adjust to your partner. If that's who you want to be with hundred percent, if you don't want to adjust, don't be with them, but it's not up to you to force somebody to try to be a certain way. So making sure that you're in tune with how you want your partner to be and make sure you're okay with how, um, they want you to be. Yeah. So that probably covered a bunch, but <laughs> I'll let you answer the question too. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think, the the hardest transition was um kind of similar in the sense of i am good by myself like i can make myself happy um i don't quote unquote need anybody to feel a certain type of way fulfilled or anything like that but the struggle has been taking my selfishness and making an effort to do things that my partner likes to do, mm -hmm. plan things, um, you know, love her the way she wants to be loved. Um, and for her, that's doing acts of service. So planning things or doing things for her. So that's been the biggest struggle is, is making that switch from being a single man who doesn't need to answer to any woman, uh, can do and move however he wants to now I have to think about how what I do will impact yeah. <laughs> this other person. If I'm on the game and I don't respond to her for a couple hours, is she going to be cool? Do I need to communicate that beforehand? Like, so, so many intricacies, bro. Yeah. Like you don't think, bro, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. It, it is a lot. So you said something um, that made me think about something else. I feel like one gender needs like fulfillment from a partner and the other gender just likes that companionship. I think, and you can tell me if you got a different sense. I think men like that companionship. Knowing we have it, somebody, whenever we done doing what we doing, we just had that person. Yeah. Chill, talk to whatever. And I think women more so um, like that fulfillment. Like I have a partner who can do this for me, this for me, this for me. And not mm -hmm. like literally like lift weights or uh, or heavy bag, excuse me, or, you know, pay all the bills, but just like, excuse me, emotionally. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think we're, I could be wrong, but for me, I don't pay attention to being fulfilled emotionally as much as I do having that companionship, knowing I have a partner that I can rely on, be like my better half. Yeah. What's your, do you think that's, that's accurate in the assessment of the two genders or do you have a different opinion? I think it's definitely accurate. I think men and women both need different things for me. Um, 
I don't think I needed someone that was, I, I originally thought I needed someone who was ambitious, a go-getter, mm-hmm. like CEO, you know, we going to be partners and building this empire. That's great. I can do that myself, though. Mm-hmm. I don't really need my woman to mm-hmm. be that tapped in, yeah. for lack of a better word, as I am. Like, I think as a man and me being ambitious, uh, that is my struggle to have on my own. I need yeah. someone who can support me in that. Yeah, yeah. I need somebody who can, like, like I never had my girl like cooks for me and make yeah, sure like yeah. she would she would be leaving and say let's go to the, I'll go to the uh, grocery store and make sure you have food for the next mm-hmm. two days consider it because she knows I eat one time a day and be good just because yeah. I'm working all day yeah yeah so like that little that little stuff um like just pointing out little things and she's a sounding board for my ideas uh so when I'm writing my second book she was the first person to to read it and mm-hmm. get get her share, share her thoughts on it mm-hmm. but I don't need her to be working on a book herself yeah for her for me to yeah, love yeah, her yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. um so for me it's more of I just need someone that can support me in my dreams whereas um women probably need someone that is can provide a certain level of security to them um emotionally i think we both both genders want to be loved like having mm-hmm. somebody that loves you and cares about you if your hair is messed up if you just waking up crusty like that's a beautiful thing and mm-hmm. i love that feeling don't mean don't get the crust out your yeah. eyes but just, <laughs> just know i ain't gonna judge you for this five minutes until you do and i love that feeling but i used to think that i needed this woman that was super successful and made a certain amount of it was like well, actuality, I really don't because I can take care of myself. Yeah. I just need somebody who can support me in that. Can you realize that means nothing? Exactly. Like, if, if, you, if the optics of it is cool, but like, all right, so what you got? Everybody got a job. Yeah. All right, so what you make money? People make money. It's, yeah. a, it's a thing. Like, <laughs> it's a, but are do are you considerate? That's a trait. Yeah. Um. How, how do you think? Are you whatever your mindset is, your personality? That's what I think is important as the person, like the person. Yeah. Exactly. Not what a person has going on, exactly. unless it's something toxic. Then you need to stay away. But like the person, like that's who you have to pay attention to and get to know. Exactly. Because like, and that's the thing with um with Jasmine. Like I'm continuing to get to know her. She continuing to get to know me. I think that's the difference. Like the more we know each other the better off we are 100 percent. and um i i because i found out i i would say stuff um i can't think of an example but i say stuff and in my mind i'm making all the sense of the world but she just don't get it and yeah. what i had to find out is okay i'm saying i don't like going to the mall on the weekdays just understand that not know i need to give her a week uh, a background story of why so she has a, a foundational understanding yeah. of why I am how I am, yeah. why I think how I think. I didn't realize that. I thought just me saying it was good enough. Because you know yourself. Exactly. So you expect exactly. Her to know. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think it's rocket science. And I think you know me well enough to know I'm not just saying stuff to say it. Yeah. Like, no, I have a reason. But no, like, some a lot of times your partner need to know that reason. Yeah. So, um, but switching gears, you said you have somebody to, you know, help you with your dreams or read your book. You've been doing a lot of things. You've done a lot of things. You've done clothing, um, the book. You have like 10 podcasts, which I'm against, <laughs> but carry on, do your thing. Uh, <laughs> but um, so what is something in the entrepreneurial realm that you would tell yourself 
now, well, tell yourself then that would help you in the long run that you didn't know when you first started dabbling in different things? Yeah. Um, I would probably say when I was younger, just if I had... That data age, like college, before college? Yeah, college, okay, okay. college, when, you know, you're getting thousands of dollars in refund checks every semester, and I was spending it on clothes and shoes. That's all we but knew. I was selling shoes in college to get by so i would flip shoes on ebay yeah um restore shoes and sell them so that was my my hustle but if i had the mindset that i had now in college i probably would have took that money stacked it uh you know opened up a consignment shop in wingate to sell those shoes mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying instead of doing it online mm -hmm. created something like that or just stack that money in period uh, to now, I think my uh, a big goal of mine in life is to be able to help solve uh, the homelessness problem. It's a, a problem that I care about a lot. And I think that we see people that are, are black and reach a, a certain level of success and they leave the hood. And I want to reinvest in the hood, but not to capitalize off of it, right? I want to buy buildings in, in Baltimore in um, areas of Charlotte that have been dilapidated, you know, pretty much left for dead. And instead of driving up values of homes, build a community center in these areas that serves as one shelter for people that don't have, don't have it. And it's free. I don't want to make any money off of it. I just want to own it and be able to take care of the community. And then in a second sense, uh, have a resource center that teaches uh, children, whether, uh, you know, they're in the community or not, and those homeless that are able to skills that help them get jobs because that's what they need mm -hmm. in order to survive. Mm -hmm. So we know that the government isn't going to do it. Mm -hmm. So that's something that now as I've reached thirties and my, 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 that next decade, that's what my focus is on is how can I now use this, this, this level of success that I've reached so far and how can I start to give that back? Mm -hmm. um, so that's my focus now um, and, and just putting out things that are, are positive. So the children's books, that second book will be coming out this year and, and that is going to be a story that is again going to share just positive light. So everything that I do, the podcast, everything is just going to be putting out positive to the hope mm -hmm. obviously to get it back. Yeah, I think, you know, that that's the key if, if we and by we i mean not just us but just our generation yeah. anybody in the sound of my voice we do the best we can to shift the culture by just being uplifting like we don't gotta be negative and i'm not saying you gotta walk around happy all the time yeah i'm just saying be encouraging yeah. don't put people down and even if you do tell a joke that puts somebody down make sure you bounce that out with checking on their mental health or whatever the yeah. case may be because, you know, as much as friends joke and laugh, like, I have stuff going on, you got stuff going on. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I'm saying this, we never do it. <laughs> Not saying me, you need to do it, but, like, just do it with people. Like, yeah, whoever's yeah. it, like, do it with people um, as you see fit. Because also, if you got a bunch going on, I don't know if you're in the right place to ask somebody that. Yeah. But reach out, say, hey, uh, can I talk to you? Like, people you trust and all that. And that's how we start, I think, again, changing our circle which will then change the circle of the people involved and, yeah you know it's just a revolving door um yeah you change yourself then you change the world around you 
Yeah, man. I, I want to think of a slogan. Instead of hurt people, hurt people. Let's say happy people, hap people. I don't no, know. I'm going to no, figure it out. No, no. We're going to put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go from there. We're gonna Last go question there. Before, before we wrap it up for you. Um, what, it, what is one thing that you want to commit to to improve yourself, uh, both in your relationship um, with your partner and your relationship with yourself? Hmm. Yeah, that was deep. I know. <laughs> Pause, nigga. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> what? You hear the way you talk? Yeah, that was deep. I know. <laughs> F. Um. Uh. Let Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, something. So something that I want to improve with myself and also with my partner. Um. I think just, I don't know if the word is open-minded, but I want to continue to, and I don't know if this is the right answer, but continue to grow. Because what I see right now is I'm living and moving in a way that, well, I'll say this, not being scared to maneuver differently. You know how I do examples? It's probably a bad example. (laughs) So I've started working out on my lunch break. That has taken over a month for me to get to do. Because at first I was like, man, I want to work out right after work. I get done. But then Crazy. I was rushing to cook. I was rushing yeah. to play 2K, rushing. It was too much. I'm like, the next bit's bad. All right, let me just get up early in the morning. That worked until a day like savings time. And I'm like, F. Like, now I'm just throwing <laughs> up. Like, and I'm getting up early, but I'm just not working out. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, how can I do it? I'm like, all right, we do got a gym at work. But I'm like, man, I'm so used to capitalizing on my hour break. Just chilling, YouTube videos, texts, whatever, eating. Like, I want to relax. I've had a rough morning or I'm going to have a long afternoon. I don't want to spend that time. Working out. Yeah, I just want to relax. But I'm like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So learning that, like, you're going to have to shift in some way to improve or to get in what you want to get in. And that's what, that was it for me. And this has been two weeks now that I've been doing that. And I feel good. It's a shorter workout, but I'm doing it. Yeah. It, a 30-minute workout is better than none at all that Thanks. day. So doing that is something I want to apply to my life, like thinking about things that I was shy away from because, like, I know I'm going to regret it later. Like, all right, if I do this, I'm going to be tired later. Or if I do this, it's going to be extra work on me. If I speak up, they might ask this or say this. Like, I want to say I don't care. This is what I feel like is right or I need to do. So do it. Yeah. So I want to do that in my personal life and in my um, relationship as well. Um, perfect example relationship start feeling away instead of internalizing it until I felt better to speak about it just speak about it before it go over the top because then once it go over the top it's like you're gonna have it's gonna be harder to overcome than just talking about it now yeah um so that's example of that and then again in my personal life when I'm at work just you know not being afraid to say certain things even though that's gonna come with more questions or put more work on me or in my personal life um Make sure, again, I keep waking up early. I stay to my routine, even though I'm like, Dad, this routine, I'm going to have to do this Monday through Friday, and I ain't going to get no break off of it until the weekend, but F it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need to wash this as soon as you come home so you're like, proud. Like, <laughs> that's just what you need to do, bro. Like, yeah. do it. You need to get off this game at this time so you can do it. So learning to just do it. So that's what I would change. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think personally... Um, I read a book called The Four Agreements, which is like super powerful, life changing. 
And I want to make sure that I put what I've learned from that book into action. So being impeccable with my word, not making assumptions, um, doing my best. Um, what's the fourth one? Don't take any, not taking anything personally. Um, so that's one part of it, but also being okay with being vulnerable and uncomfortable. So if like I've, I've said this in the chat multiple times, if I'm wrong, I, I now want to, if I reflect on some situation or exchange and I am wrong, I want to be the first person to say, you know what? I apologize. I was wrong because that is my way of one realizing that I made a mistake and then putting a positive uh, resolution out there, whether it's taken that way yeah. or not, at least I know I'm good mm-hmm. and I just let it go. Um, so personally, those are the two things um, that I think uh, that I need to perfect. Um, and then in my relationship, I think it is kind of also with what you said with being able to address issues and, and not internalize them because I can get annoyed about something and I just let it go and and I can get annoyed about something and it just continues does, to. Does your girl do the same or does she like tell you something she's annoyed? I, I typically know when something is wrong. Okay, okay. And I'll ask her like, what's going on? Like, But she don't know when something unless you. She she can't tell if okay, something's wrong. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, the only reason I ask that because I can't internalize it. But my girl, she don't. She do. Like, it's going to come to a point. She's going to tell me. I will keep it internalized forever. Yeah. But then I got to a point where, like, shoot, if she could tell me how she feeling, like, damn, you need to clean up. I need to say, you need to clean up. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's not fair. Because then I realize, like, it's unbalanced. But that's on my own doing. Yeah. Like, cause I chose not to express. Yeah. So I, was just so I typically, that's, that's another thing. I typically can realize when something is is wrong with her and then I will push her to talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong? What's wrong? She'll say mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I'd be like, all right, whatever. And mm-hmm. I'll just let it slide and mm-hmm. then she'll want to talk about mm-hmm. it. So I had to check on that. Like, nah, if I ask you one time you say nothing, I'm not engaging in the conversation again. Yeah. And But I don't hold myself to that standard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if something is wrong, I'm not going to be the first person to, to bring it up. So that's another thing I think it's the beauty in relationships is that they grow with time. Um, a lot of times we make decisions about our relationship based on this present moment, not realizing that, Hey, we can be arguing for a couple months now, but if you're the person I want to spend my life with, with the, what are these two months of us being Rocky? Um, you know what I'm saying? If we really uh, yeah. care about each other yeah. and love each other. So I think I have to do a better job at, being vulnerable and sharing my feelings and if something doesn't go right telling her like yo i don't like this and allowing her the opportunity to fix it or not because i'll get to the point where i'll see things multiple times and i'll just be like all right i'm checking out yeah and that's not healthy yeah nope well cool i got one more i do got one more question (laughs) can you talk about a minute where yours wrong and i'm not gonna say no name (laughs) but Mutual person we know. <laughs> did that ever get settled or did it just like, did y'all have a conversation about it? No. Okay. Do you think it's necessary? No. <laughs> Interesting. Because <laughs> I wonder because again. I mean, it, it may be. Will it happen? Probably not. Probably not. The only reason I say is quote unquote necessary is because like, sort of acting like it's never happened. It's like. I know it doesn't matter if you know how that person feel, but like, yeah. bro, just express yourself. Yeah. Like, let, we don't gotta, cause it's not fake, but still, like, we don't gotta act like it. 
just talk. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not. But that isn't on you though. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. on you. But like, I just wish <laughs> you would. Like, I feel like as a adult, it, you're internalizing it. Yeah. Until something else happens, it bros over man, again. Yeah, so, men don't like, want to be vulnerable, man. It's it's a lot to say. Yo, like what you say hurt me, bro. Like, yeah. You know or I don't like it when you do that. It gets awkward. Yeah. But it's even more awkward when we know, especially when we now know there's something underlying. Exactly. But, yeah. But okay. And, but I did think of um a quote for us. You know how they say hurt people hurt people. So I came up with something. Is happy people rehabilitate people that you want just to be Googled happy. That? No, I just made it up. <laughs> Try to Google it. I can't wait for it. Happy people retil- what? Re- rehabilitate people that want to be happy. Think about it. We'll finish this next time on Dead Living Single with Danny. Danny, thank <laughs> y'all for listening. Thanks for joining me.